Good evening, and welcome to the Father's Heart Ministries. This week's message is be thankful even though life not going your way. Be thankful even though life not going your way. The scriptures we are reading this week, it is coming out of the first Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, Psalms 118, 19, and Philippians 4, 6 to 7. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I'm going to read it again, and then I'm going to break it down for you. First Thessalonians 5, 16-18, it says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, I know things don't normally go our way. We, we make, make our, our plan to do something, let's say, today, and something else come up and destroy that plan that you did, that you have planned ahead for this day. But guess what? Be thankful. Even though life is not going the way you seem it should go or you think it should go, just know God knows the way He has already have planned for your life to, to go, the path that God has for you. It said to rejoice always. Rejoice, we all know rejoice means happy. Be excited. Be joyful. Rejoice always. Always, it's there to pray constantly. Don't stop praying. Keep praying. Keep pressing in and keep talking to your Creator. Keep going to your Creator and in prayer and ask the Lord, like, what His plans for your life? What's His will for, for your life? And He will show you the way. He will show you the truth. He will give you the truth because He is the life and He is your Savior. He's your Redeemer. He's your source. And that's why when we pray, we go to Him because He is our source. And that's why He wants us to pray constantly. That's why he wants us to continue praying, continue asking, continue seeking him, continue knocking on his door and never stop asking. It's a rejoice always. Pray constantly. It's a give thanks in all circumstances, no matter what your circumstance is, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing in your life right now, just know to give thanks. Thanks in all throughout all your circumstances, not some of your circumstances, but all your circumstances, all your situation. 
everything that you are facing, everything that you're going, everything that that you're in in a battle with right now in your life, whether it's mental health, whether it's your marriage is in in a line, whether it's a relationship, whether it's with with your kids, with your spouse, with your boss, with your job, with your ministry, whatever it is that is on your mind, that is giving you that anxiety, that is giving you that depression, that is giving you that, those anxious thoughts and, and insomnia stopping you from sleeping at night. Know that even though what you're going through, still give thanks. Still thank God for what you're going through because guess what? There's other people, there are people out there who's going far, going far worse than, going through far worse than what you're going through. But guess what? You, God loves you. He loves them. He cares about what you're going through. He cares about what those people are going through as well. But he said to rejoice always. He said to pray constantly. This is First Thessalonians 5, 16-18. He said to, you can rejoice. Rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances. The rest of the scripture says... For this is God's will. You hear that? This is God's will for, for us. This is his, his will for you and I. That part of his will for our life is he wants us to, re- number one, rejoice. Always. Number two, he wants us to pray constantly. And number three, he wants us to give thanks in all circumstances. Remember what you're going through, God can use you to reach someone else who's going through the same thing you went through. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So that's why First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 is telling us, it's telling us to we gotta be we got to rejoice, number one. We got to pray, con- continue praying. We got to, three, and give thanks in all circumstances, in all situations, and everything that we're going through and facing our life. He, This is God's will for our life, is to rejoice, pray, and give thanks throughout all circumstances. For this is God's will for, for you in Christ Jesus. This is the reason why we must be thankful even though life is not going our way because we know that God wants us to rejoice. We know that God wants us to continue praying constantly. We know that God wants us to be, to be thankful in all our circumstances even though it's hard. I know it's hard doing your circumstances no matter what you're going through. I know it's hard for you to see the light at the end of that, that tunnel, but no, but God knows what you're going through. He knows, and He wa- wants to help you with what you're going through. He wants to help you to be free from what you're going through, free from what you are facing in your life, free for what you, what you, that burden that's on upon your 
heart. He wants you to give it to him so he can take care of it for you. So he can, can, uh, he can heal you. He can bring a miracle in your life, in your marriage, in your relationship, in with, in with your children, in your job, with your finances. God wants to heal you. He wants to do a miracle in you. He wants to restore the things that you have lost. He wants to restore your health. He wants to restore your joy. He wants to restore your strength. He wants to help you in what you're going through. He wants to help you in, in whatever you're facing in your life. Psalms 118, 19 says, I will exalt the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will, glo I will glory in the Lord. Let affected hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. We'll read again. Psalms 118.19 says, I will exalt the Lord at all times, and his praise will always be on my lips. I will, will glory in the Lord. Let the affected hear and rejoice. Glory the Lord with me. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Here's another scripture that talks about, about, about praise. We got to keep praising him. His praise will always be on our lips. We got to keep his praise on our lips. When the praise goes up, the blessings will come down. It said, I will exalt the Lord at all times, and his praise will always be on my lips. It said, I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Let's stop there. You know, I have looked up the I have truly looked look up the word afflicted. The there is the, the, the word afflicted, it means one, to cause pain or suffering, two, to distress so severely as to cause persistent suffering or anguish. People afflicted with enteritis, a region. Affected by hunger and poverty, trouble, injured, and obsolete, humbled. So afflicted means it's a cause of pain or suffering. You know, when I think about pain and suffering, I think about Jesus. When Jesus went to the cross, he went through a lot of, of pain and he went through a lot of suffering. 
He suffered for us, you and I. The pain that was in his body was the nails that went into his hands and feet. That's pain. But yet that's love. The thorn that went upon his head and squished his brains and the blood from that thorn from his head flowed and run down his from his head to his feet. That's his love for you and I. Jesus is a, a good example of what real pain and suffering really looks like. Don't you think that we should trust him with our circumstances? That we must trust him and should trust him with our situation and trust him with those things that is uh, early things that's in our minds that's bothering us, giving him our anxiety, giving him our depression, giving trusting in him with our life. Jesus knew what real pain and suffering had really looks like and feels like because he went through pain for you and I. He went through suffering for you and I. So we, you and I, don't have to go through that same pain and suffering that he once went through for us at Calvary. You see how important it is to trust our Savior, to trust Jesus with our life, to trust the Lord, to trust the Holy Spirit with the things that is that is that we face in our lives we're going through. That's very important. So whenever you think about afflicted, it says let the afflicted hear and and rejoice. Remember, afflicted means to cause pain or suffering. If you have ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you this day. It said to rejoice. See, another scripture talks about rejoicing. Remember, we went we went over in First Thessalonians five sixteen to eighteen, where it said to rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances. Now in Psalms 118, 19, it also talk about, uh, it's also talk about rejoice. Be happy, be joyful, be glad, be thankful. It said, glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Let us lift up his name Together, let us worship our Creator. Let us praise Him. Let us worship Him. Let us adore Him. Let us give thanks in all we do. 
and be grateful and thankful for what Jesus has done for you and I upon that cross at Calvary. This is the reason why we need to be thankful. This is the reason why Thanksgiving is very important. And we must always be thankful and be grateful for the for what God what God has done for us. He sent his only begotten son for you and I. So we don't have to go through the same suffering that he has, that he once went through. But he loves us. That's the only reason why he went to the cross. That's why he took those 39 lashes, those 39 stripes, with those whips, because he loves us. He cares about us. He will not leave you uh, dry, hanging and dry. He loves you too much to leave you there by yourself. Even though you feel like you, you're going through this life on your own, just know that you are not alone. Jesus said he will never leave us nor forsake us. That he is, will always be here with us from now until the end, until he comes back on his, his, his next coming. So Psalms 1, 18, 19 says, I will exalt the Lord at all times. In order for you to exalt the Lord, you got to open your mouth. You can't keep your mouth shut and not exalt him. You cannot keep your mouth shut and not glorify him, not praise him, not worship him. It said, I will exalt the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory to in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Last but not least, let's look to in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It's a very familiar scripture. And this scripture is coming out of the New International Version, the NIV. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God verse 7 and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus I'll read it again and I'm going to break it down for you Philippians 4 6 to 7 in the NIV Bible. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, the Bible is talking about 
Don't be anxious about anything. Don't have allow that anxious thoughts, those anxious thoughts, those conversations that have been going on in your mind. Don't allow worry, variation to get you in such a way that you forget about your Savior. It said, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, listen, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. One, prayer. In order to pray, you got to open your mouth. Can't keep your mouth shut. Petition. In order to in order to to speak the word of God over that situation, over that circumstance, you got to open your mouth and petition and, and do a petition with thanksgiving. Don't forget thanksgiving. You got to be thankful. You got to be grateful. You got to appreciate what all that God is doing and what to do for you and I. For you and I. It says to present your requests to God. When we pray, we are going to God with our requests. Where is you praying and you believe in God for yourself, for your, your kids, for, our, for your spouse, for our finances breakthrough? For believing God for that will open door doors for you for a new job, for uh, finance for uh, to go back to college, go back to school, finish up your, your degree. Whatever it is, whatever you you facing, whatever you're going to, whatever you believe in God for, this is where prayer comes in. Thanksgiving comes in. Declare and decree. Petition is another word for declaring and decreeing the word of God. With thanksgiving. It says present your request to God. Go in prayer. Get God your request. Don't you think that God already knows what you, what you need? But yet he wants us to still come to him in prayer and talk to him about it. But we remember when we go to him in prayer, have faith to believe that it's going to come to pass. Remember, the Bible tells us, the word of God tells us, without faith, it's impossible to please God. If we want to please God, we must have the type of faith that he talks about in his word. The, the faith like a, with a mustard seed faith, the faith, like a childlike faith. He wants to have faith to believe, to trust him, and, and then, of course, obey uh, his word and do what his word says. It says, and the peace of God. Now, remember, the world has its own meaning of peace. But God is not 
they can give us the world peace. God has come to give us his peace, which is that inner peace in our mind, that inner peace in our hearts, that inner peace within us. He has placed that peace because his peace, it, we find his peace in him. In him, we will have his peace. And that's why it's important that we must be thankful. We must be going in prayer with petition and be thankful and just let our request be known. It says, the rest of the scripture says, which transcends all understanding. Now, we're not going to have, we must not have our own understanding. But we must ask God for his understanding. We must ask God, when we're in prayer, we must ask God for his understanding. We must ask God for his wisdom, for his knowledge, and what he wants us to receive and to have and to carry with us in this world. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heed, God has already overcome the world. And that's why he's given us his peace because he already know what this world was going to look like before we even was even born out of our mother's wombs. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding. Another thing about un that has to do with understanding, as we have we know that there's in the Bible it also talks about that trusting in the Lord with all your heart. Trust God with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. That's why we cannot, we're not allowed to lean on our own understanding. That's why we must be in a position to lean on His understanding and ask for His understanding, ask for His wisdom, ask for His knowledge. Go and pray and ask. Because how are you going to receive something if you don't ask? How are you going to receive a miracle if you don't ask? How are you going to receive restoration if you don't ask? How do you want your, your marriage to be restored if you don't go in prayer and ask? How are you going to have the finances to pay off that, that debt, to pay off that, that loan, that student loan, pay off your school, pay off whatever that, that particular bill? How are you going to receive something you never even asked God for. You haven't even opened your mind and be thankful for what you already got right now. Because how God can bless you with more things if you're not, if you're not, if, you, if you're not grateful for what you already have. God wants to give us more. God wants to give us more. If more things, if because he wants to trust us with more, but in order for him to trust us with more, we also gotta we gotta be thankful for what we already have. The rest of the scripture says, "With God, your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." 
so that inner peace, his understanding, is going to guard you and I hearts. It's going to guide our hearts. And it's going to bring that, that same peace. It's going to bring our, our minds to be in perfect peace with him. We'll guard our hearts and, and our minds in Christ Jesus. So, if you don't remember anything from this, from this week's message, and be thankful even though life not going your way, just remember, pray, rejoice, and have thanksgiving on your heart and Open your word, open the Bible and petition and to declare and to decree the word of God over your life, over your situation, over your circumstances, over your trials and tribulations, over whatever that you are going through and facing in your life. I also want to remind you also, this is a Thanksgiving, for those of you here in America, this is a Thanksgiving message for you. For you and I, for next week, when we go into the Thanksgiving holiday next Thursday, just know when you're sitting at that table with your friends and your family, having that Thanksgiving meal, going around what you're thankful for, going around and, and praying with your friends and your family, just remember what I told you. Remember this message from this week. Rejoice. Keep praying. Be thankful. Open your mouth and petition. Declare and decree the word of God. Believe what the word says. God's word says. Trust your creator. Trust the Holy Spirit. Allowing him to direct you, direct your path. The path that he has for you and I. Any anxious thoughts, give it to him. Any anxiety, give it to him. Any depression, trust him enough to give that to him that depression, that those emotion feeling that those emotional uh, thoughts and emotional. You're going through the tears that you're crying and you do every day and every night. Don't, you cannot forget that God sees those tears. He sees those tears. He's seeing you crying at night. He's seeing you crying in your car. He's seeing you crying in your church service. He's seeing you crying in your bathroom. He sees you cry wherever you are. He sees those tears that is coming down on your eyes. And he loves you. He loves you enough that he will send his only son who took so much pain and knows what pain, real pain and real suffering has looked like and felt in his own human skin and human body. I don't want to end this podcast without, without not 
giving some you guys a at a time of of receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. If you die tonight and you don't know if you will walk into the gates of heaven or the gates of hell, let this night be the night that you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Don't go to sleep tonight when not accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. The second call is for those who already have knows Jesus, those who already have once walked with Christ, walked with Jesus, and they think I'm coming back to him. They think I'm coming back to into his arms. I want to tell those people that God missed you, that your Savior, He missed you, and He still loves you, no matter, no matter what you, you did, what this prodigal son did, left his, his father's house and did his own thing. But after a while, He decided that there's nothing out here for Him, and He missed going, He missed home. Remember the prodigal son, he went, uh, before he, when he went back home, he wept, he cried in front of his father, in front of his father's feet and asked his father to forgive him that he have a sin against God and he have a sin against, against him, his own father. Remember part of that, that, that story of the prodigal son where the father already had, the son didn't, re, didn't realize, the father already forgiven him. He was happy just to see him. He was glad just to see him. That's how God is. That's how Jesus is. When you come back home to him, he's happy to see you. He's so glad to see you because he misses you. He misses spending time with you. He misses spending the nights and days and hours that you used to spend with him. He misses you opening his word and reading his word, opening your ears to hear his, his voice and opening your ears to hear the, his message and receive without faith. Um, and receive his message because with faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. He misses you and he loves you. So if you are thinking coming back home to your creator, to your savior, this prayer of salvation is also for you as well. So repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I am sorry that I've lived my life without you. Please forgive me. I am a sinner and I need you to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe in you. You are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me. You took my place and all the punishment that I deserved.
I believe you died and were buried, and on the third day you rose from the dead. I want to follow you and be your disciple. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have for me. I receive you now, Jesus, into my life, and I give all myself to you. Take me just the way I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit and teach me everything that I need to know. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have said that prayer of salvation for the first time, I would like to welcome you into the kingdom of God, into the kingdom of heaven. And if you have prayed that prayer and have reconciled your relationship with your Creator, I want to also let you know, welcome home. Welcome back into your Heavenly Father's arms. He has missed you. He really do miss you. He really do love you guys. Remember, he sent his only son for you and I. Jesus knew what real pain and suffering looks and feels like. And remember, whatever you, what the next time that you're going through an anxiety, a depression, an anxious thought, insomnia, a breakup, marriage problem, finance problem, just know, just know that Jesus knows. All you got to do is pray, seek his face, give it to him, rest, sleep tonight, rest, sleep tomorrow, rest, Sleep into this upcoming weekend. God loves you, and so do I. And you are loved by your Creator. I have an announcement for you guys. The Father's Heart Ministries will not have any message for next week because it's the Thanksgiving holidays here in America. But I will be back the following week with a new message for everyone here in America. I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Have a safe holiday next week, Thursday. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your Thanksgiving with your friends and your family next Thursday. And remember, when you're going around that table in that dining room, be thankful. Don't be afraid. Open up and just give God thanks. Even if it's one thing you're thankful for, whether it's life or whether it's health or whatever it is, or God's protection over you and your family, from the coronavirus, whatever it is, 
just give thanks. Be thankful. Praise Him. Worship Him, both in spirit and in truth. Acknowledge Him for who He is. And know that the Father loves you. He appreciates everything about you. And He cares about the things that you are going through. He cares for the things that you are facing in your life. He cares on the things that, that is troubling you and bothering you. Yes, the Creator, your Creator, He's there for you. Just open your hands, lift your hands up and surrender. Look up to, to heaven, to the heavens, and just talk to your Creator. Don't be afraid. Be honest. Be real. When you go in prayer, be honest. Be real. If you have to find yourself in tears, crying, in emotion, don't, don't hold back those tears. Don't hold back that, the, those, those, that emotion. God cares and He wants you to have His peace, His joy, His strength, His knowledge and understanding, His wisdom. And He wants us to know His will. And He wants us to walk in His will and His ways. Have a nice night. Have a nice weekend. And I'll see and I'll and will and I will be back. Remember I will be back the following week, not next week, because it's Thanksgiving holidays. I want to give you all a break to spend time with with your family and your friends. If you need to listen to this podcast again next week. You can re-listen it over again until faith comes you know, in your spirit and you will see what the Word of God says about your situation, about your circumstance, about you. You can, you can listen to this, this week's message next week as well. You can listen to other podcasts in, in the past as well that I've done for the Father's Heart Ministries. And remember, you will find these notes on the Father's Heart Ministries.org ministry website. You will find the link to this podcast as well as the notes from tonight. And you can look over the notes and listen to the podcast again. And until faith comes, until faith comes, until you see what you believe in God come to pass in your life. God bless you.